0: Welcome to Raising Up Copts, the podcast about raising Coptic kids in Western culture. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm here with my co-host, Madonna, who has this crazy idea. Okay, it's not crazy. Brilliant, crazy, brilliant idea for <laughs> Christmas, which she always has because, you know, elementary school teachers are the best. At this. <laughs> and I don't know. It's also an extrovert thing. Like, I'm always like, what's the least we can do? But Madonna's like, let's do more. <laughs> <laughs> So let's hear from Madonna, but, but first, first, what is the purpose behind or the, the why behind your idea before you even tell us what the idea is?
1: Okay, so two whys. First of all, inflation is rough out here, y'all. Like It's so rough. Everything costs so much money. And I was just telling Laura before we started recording that um, this Black Friday, for the first time I have ever witnessed my entire friend group nobody bought anything on black friday everyone was like i can't see a need and the deals are not that good and there's really nothing good being offered out there and i think everyone's just kind of sick of the consumerism at at least it appears that way i don't know laura have you seen a shift
0: well i think that we're all getting a little like cash register weary or like checkout line weary like uh, you go you buy the stuff you always buy and then you look at the number and the number is like something out of this way world. higher. Yeah. And you're like, why didn't even buy the things I wanted to buy? I just mm-hmm. got the basics. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw this really cute cartoon. I shared it um, on Instagram where it was like, um, why do you need this job? And the, the little dinosaur says to pay for my hobbies. And the the interviewer says, what are your hobbies? eating food, and sleeping
1: indoors. <laughs> <not just> like, <laughs> can we please just cover the basics? <laughs> I love Dino Comics so much. <laughs> it's the truth. It's like, yeah, why do you need a job? I Because it's the only way to live. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I think retailers are seeing that too. I mean, we are seeing some massive slashes in prices. Like, people, corporations are realizing that, like, we cannot sustain this high level. But I think Madonna, like, you know, through that inflation, we learn to be creative, right? And we learn mm. to make do with what we have, or make the most of what we can, what we can get.
1: And so that's kind of what the idea was, Laura. So I, we've, I'm so sorry, you guys are probably sick of me saying this, but I know that, um, I've repeated it, and that's just because it's how much I believe in. Really, all anybody in our families want is just the gift of togetherness, just the idea that we spend quality time together, not parallel to each other where you're like, you're sitting next to me and you're on your phone and I'm on my phone, but we're together. No, like quality time. And so um, what I did, Laura, is I took the ideas of ways that I would spend time with my family anyway, and I just made it pretty and added mystery. So here's what I mean by that. My kids are young, and I know that it would be easier to please them, but I truly think that even a teenager would be happy with this setup. You tell me, Laura, because you have the teenager. Basically, say, for example, you have a night where you want to read books. Instead of just, let's pull out the books and read the books, what I did was I got um the books that I would normally read for Christmas, everything from the Polar Express to St. Nicholas and the nine gold coins and whatever. And I put it in a gift bag along with some cozy socks and um, I've, maybe like a, mugs for hot cocoa or hot cocoa packets or something like that. And I packaged it up in a gift bag, stapled it shut, labeled it number one, for example, and I put it under the tree. Another night, for example, the um, idea was that we would watch a movie. So I took a bowl of a a popcorn bowl and I put in a popcorn packet and I put in it um, some warm blankets that we would get under normally, uh, like the small throws. And um, I put now, oh, like maybe some chocolates, I think, whatever it is. And I packaged that up and I put it in a bag, stapled it. And there is number two. And then um, another one was. Hold on, I have to look at my notes now because I forgot actually what all of the things were. Oh, um, the the board game night. So instead of just pulling out a board game, you put the board games you want to play. And in this case, I wanted to make Rice Krispie Treats. So I bought the Rice Krispie box and I put a spatula and a pack of marshmallows in there and we stapled it shut. And that's number three. So um, each night or each family night has a theme, but it's stapled and it's packaged and it's like put together.
0: And, and it's numbered.
1: Num- and yes. numbered, and all of this goes under the tree. So each family night, we have the numbers in a bowl, and the kids pick out a number. Say they pick out number three. Well, that was the day that they were going to make the rice krispie treats and they were going to play board games. So they they don't know that until they open the package. They're like, yes, it's board games and rice krispie treat night, and there you go. Like, it's magical. It's whimsical. It's fun. It's togetherness, and it's stuff we already had. <laughs> like, it's
0: fantastic. And it takes the pressure off decision-making because a lot of times you sit there and you waste an hour trying to decide, well, what are we going to do? Is this a night for board games? Do you want to watch a movie? What yes. movie do you want to watch? But if you've already packaged it and then you've randomized it by making them choose a number, right? They just get to pick mm-hmm. a number. Then you've add that, added that like extra space christmas sprinkles christmas sparkle oh Oh, and one of the
1: other one of the other boxes was so easy Laura. like for example go to dollar tree they have a ton of christmas crafts just sitting there even if you're not a crafty person you don't have to be you just they have like blank wooden ornaments or and it's like packaged with the with the the paint with it everything so i bought like maybe eight or nine of those so that's like nine dollars OK, and you put it in there and then you have a craft, a quote unquote craft night and everyone just takes a craft and everyone works on it. And it's just sitting together and hanging out. And I just love that. Um, again, so so another problem that I've seen, Laura, and like on Christmas, what kids do is sometimes they get um, five, six, seven, eight, nine gifts. They open them all at once. They use them all at once. They get excited about all of them at once. And then without fail, within a month, all of them have lost their interest. All of them have lost their flavor. It's no longer exciting. I have yet, I have yet to see any physical item that I have given any child or adult that doesn't get tired of it within a certain amount of time, except for an electronic, which is... What? Or, Legos. or Legos. Or Legos, yes.
0: The Legos are perennial.
1: Uh, Legos are a huge hit in our family, that is a very good point. Yes, Legos. Besides open-ended items, let me put it that yes, way. Yes, yes.
0: No, but even open-ended items, how many boxes of beads do I have in this house? Yes. That we do not touch
1: at all. <laughs> yes, yes. I just
0: the, Literally, they exist to stress me out in because ca- they, they might flip over and all the beads will go. Like, that's why they're there.
1: And every year, every year, you have to keep up with the trend and what the kids like and their changes, which is good. I'm not saying not to get anything at all. I'm just saying that the idea of having more under the tree doesn't actually benefit anybody. You lose a ton of money. Let's be real. The kids lose the value of the item because of the amount. And it all goes to waste after like, once the magic is gone, it's gone. Like, that's it. So this for me, I think gives us the time to prolong the magic because it's like one at a time. And then it is the, the value is in the memory, not just the gift.
0: And I want to say like, you don't have to, you know, to our listeners, you don't have to buy anything actually. I mean, you can just package the things that are normally, or like symbolic of the things you would normally have. So, you know, we have like Ten cozy blankets. If I wrapped one up, yes, they would get the idea, and we'll all go get the rest of the blankets out. You know, I don't have to buy a new popcorn bowl if I have a popcorn bowl that we're used to using. I put it in there; it exactly, kind of appears for a while, and the fact that it disappears makes it. Oh, look, there it is. We've been wondering where that went. You know, like yes, it makes it happen. So
1: that's exactly right, Laura. I mean, if you take a lot of what you already have, then that's the end of it. There's nothing else to it, and it makes it again, it's that mystery. Like, Ooh, what is this? Like they open a popcorn bowl and you're like, what is this for? you're like, Ooh, what is it for? Let's, let's see. And there you go.
0: And I love that it's, um, that it's physical items that you're putting, but let's say you're listening and you really don't, you're really feeling lazy, get an envelope, write on an index card, the list of things that you need, make it a scavenger hunt, right? Like open the envelope, pull out the envelope, okay, somebody go get the popcorn bowl, somebody go get the popcorn, somebody go get the movie, somebody go, you know, like, um, don't be afraid to take Madonna's idea and like, riff on it and adjust it for whatever you need. But the key part is that it's already pre prepped, so that that takes pressure off of you. And it's numbered and randomized. So it adds the mystery for them. And then again, of course, the most important part, as we said, is the togetherness, which is what we really want.
1: Yes, exactly Laura. You summed it up so nicely. And I think that um I know some people might be listening to this and you could have one of two reactions. Oh, that's something I can do or no, like I like my traditional Christmas. I like the way that I like the magic of coming downstairs and finding all this stuff. Um and I, that's fine. I think that obviously everyone has their traditions and their good ones. Um for me it was just we said the motivation really was the amount of money that we were going to be spending. And even our families, I don't know, Laura, about yours, but like we even got together and we discussed like, listen, each kid make a list enough for each family member or each uh, family to get just one thing for like for your kid. So our kids are going to come out with hopefully four gifts and that's more than enough. That's more than enough. And it's, I feel like it, I feel like simplicity is understated which is ironic
0: (laughs) well and i think
1: understated
0: this this really reminds me of why or like brings to light for me why our family's secret santa tradition is so amazing because you know everybody is buying each person one gift in the entire extended family everyone who's attending christmas is buying a one gift for one person and it's that moment of who got me this gift and the getting up and the hugging and thanking them, it's that togetherness of like, oh, you thought of me, you know, like, oh, you were my secret Santa. That is actually what's valuable. And those pictures of us like recognizing, wait, you bought that for me, you know, like it, it's not even about the gift. It's not even remotely about the gift, I, you know, and sometimes they're amazing gifts. It's not about the gift. It's really about that moment of connection like looking at each other, nobody can be looking at their screen when they're trying to figure out who's got who's got the next gift and who's the one who purchased it. And um, it, and I just...
1: also think, Laura, I think that this narrative that holidays are so stressful and holidays are so if uh, I remember very, very specifically one time back, one of my friends had her very first child and she was like the first of all of my friends to have a baby. And she was around the time of her kid's first birthday. And you know, like some people go really big for their kid's first birthday, right? There ends up being this, um, like all these themed, I remember she had like themed water bottles and themed um, cookies and themed, and she was so stressed out the day of the party. And all day long, she was running around, running around, running around. You know who got no attention from mom? The baby, The one that they were celebrating and she talked about it later. So this isn't like me, like ragging on her, you know, later she talked about it and said, like, I realized it was so silly of me to spend all of this time going out and buying all these things and spending all day preparing and spending all this money only for the child that I'm celebrating to be completely ignored, have to be left with, you know, the family members and whatever. And for what? I think that the holiday season ends up being the same way. It's with good intention. You want the pretty decorations and you want the magical feel and you want the, the the look of the cute presents and the thousands of things. And you like some of that is joyful, right? But to overstate it so much that you lose the joy of the reason and the joy of togetherness in order to achieve a look, to achieve an Instagram post or a Pinterest blog or any of that it's just it um and I'm talking to myself too because I went through this time period myself right I got through this I I I also fell into that trap for a while and even Danny and I this year even though we've accumulated so many different decorations in our in our home we kind of decided to keep it simple just we don't need the thousands of things up We love looking at people's lights. So it's not because we don't like it. It's just we are spending so much time out in the bitter cold trying to make the outside of the house look good. And you're trying to make the inside of the house look good. And you're trying to go buy these presents and you're trying to get all these foods and you're trying to keep up with all these family that you really just lose all sense of magic in the sense that it's like good quality, loving, happy, joyful, peaceful time.
0: It's so funny that you say this because... I just had an incident. Okay. So my nephew had his fourth birthday and, um, my sister and her husband had this beautiful gathering for us of all of like the church friends together. And they're all standing there and they're all singing happy birthday to my nephew. And it was just like beautiful moment. And I'm looking at, I was like, Oh, I really wish that I had done something like this for my kids. And before the words came out, like before I even opened my mouth to, to turn to Sophia, my daughter who was standing next to me and say that she turned around and said, oh, thank God we didn't do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> literally, we we're standing in front of the same scene. And for me, this is beautiful. This is lovely. I would love to do this. And for her, it's like, I am so grateful, mom, that you didn't make me do this, you know? And I think it's, every person has their own desires, needs, wants, like everybody's got their own perspective, everybody. So it's okay to do it your way. And it's okay to like, I yes, it's okay. It's okay to do it. It's okay to do it. It's okay not to do you,
1: it. You reminded me of something really um, good that I read recently of a mom that was talking about how um, she it was like her first time meeting these people, they invited them to their house. And it was this um, like, whatever. They went to their house and it was around Christmas time. And she went to this lady's house. She was like, she deserved to be on the cover of the Martha Stewart magazines. She deserved to be on living homes and garden, whatever, or whatever that title of the magazine is. And, um, she had, everything looked amazing. She was like, it was stunning, 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 walking into her house. Everything was perfect. There was no sign of kids. Okay. There was no sign of kids. Then this lady went to her house later to the one that was originally the visitor yeah the visitor she went to her house and you go to her house and her tree is like not proper it has a, a whole bunch of like homemade um ornaments on it that her kids made and there's like homemade decorations and it's and her house is a little messy and all of these things and um they reveal later that the inner workings of each person was they went to the perfect house. And they were like, wow, I wish I could achieve this level of like complexity and beauty. And the other woman went to the visitor's house and said, wow, I wish I could have achieved this level of simplicity and like hominess. And it turns out that each one of them was trying to make up for the way that they didn't experience Christmas in their childhood that they wanted. Mm. So one was like my parents never decorated. They never made magic. They never did anything. So she became hyper focused on making the house look so proper, so Christmassy, like a magazine threw up on it. Like that's what she wanted. And the other one was like, my parents didn't like, they, they went all out on that stuff and forgot about us. And so I want to make sure that it's kid centric and everything revolves around them. Um, and I thought that was so interesting. So maybe Laura based on your story that you just said, it's just as simple as asking your kids what they imagine. It might be a lot less or maybe more than what even you thought. But I think also they don't know. I mean, I think
0: that's the beauty of kids is they don't know what's possible, Mm -hmm. but I think, yeah, like as they get older, like I did follow up with my, because each of my kids is so different. I followed up with my son and I was like, would you want a birthday like this? Where I brought all of your like church friends over and so on. And in the end, he still only wanted like four people. He doesn't yeah. want a ton of people. And I, there's this book that I used to read when we were little, not when I was little, but when the kids were little, <clears throat> which is um, Berenstein Bears has a book called Too Much Birthday. <sighs> and it, that's something that for some reason we really experienced in our house. Like we, like, I can't tell you there have been birthday parties where like, my son gets so overstimulated. He's in the bathroom vomiting oh, <laughs> instead wow. of enjoying his birthday. And yeah. that's like, not with a ton of people, <laughs> you know, like even we just, uh, we have a low threshold for overstimulation in this house. <laughs> so we, like, yeah. we like things calm, peaceful, <laughs> simple. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, that idea of too much birthday, like sometimes you just you forget you lose sight of why you were doing the thing. Like why or, weren't
1: you it? the one that told me last year, I believe, when we talked about the whole elf on the shelf thing? And I was saying, like, I don't really do that. And didn't Sophia ask if you could do it? You or you asked Michael. if you could do Santa?
0: Maybe Michael. No, because Sophia is the one who texted Santa when she was three, four. Oh, okay. And- Do you know about this story? No. Oh, this is like a very, this is like classic Sophia story. She asked me to text Santa and I was like, okay, what would you like me to text Santa? Because, you know, and she said, um, dear Santa, please do not come to my house. You are not my friend. (laughs) (laughs) No way. The idea of a strange man entering the house.
1: (laughs) For That's any really purpose funny. whatsoever. That's so funny. <laughs>
0: just like I don't even don't even step foot in my house, please. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> maybe it wasn't you, but I remember somebody saying to me that 13 wanted to do elf on the shelf, not because they thought it was real, but because oh. they just liked the idea of Concept. every day there being the surprise of something mischievous happening or something mysterious yeah. Yeah. happening. And I think that is adorable. I am so I am all about the the magic that you create and it not being like fake sorry not to be like rough like I like that it's like I like that it's 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 orchestrated and everybody's in on it that it's a joke Mm. uh or like that it's just for fun um and like there's no there's no like deception there's no um whatever I sorry I have very strong feelings we know this already but I want to say something. I don't mean. I, wanna... I don't mean this. It'd be insulting. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> I don't mean insulting. No.
0: I want to go back actually to the artifice versus like. I think. I think, if you are there, are, there might be a season in your life where the perfect Pinterest decorations are the right way to go. Yes.
1: Build. Yes. Amen. Like,
0: like I love our tree with its wonky ornaments a lot you know Mm. um, I love our homemade totally randomized but I think if I were if I had been somebody maybe who was married a little bit longer before I had my first kid that maybe it would have been fun one year to do like an all gold tree or you know like Mm. I feel like and maybe when the kids are gone and we're you know in our I want to say retired but Abuna doesn't retire and it doesn't look like I'm going to retire so (laughs) when we're in our golden years that maybe that will be the time but I think that the Disconnect comes when you try to force the Pinterest perfect onto your family and then shove the family aside in order to achieve your Pinterest perfect look. You know, like if your decorations mean that your kids aren't allowed to approach the tree, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, like some years, if I mean, we all remember the toddler years. Some years you have no decorations on the bottom two feet of the tree because you, yes. you got to survive somehow. <laughs> like, you want the tree but you can't have the glass everywhere you know exactly so just recognizing the seasons and remembering the priority which is the family togetherness right not the not the tree
1: and i feel like i have come off very uh full of myself that like i know the best way to celebrate christmas and i know the way that you should be focusing on simplicity and i really really don't intend to come off like that and i I think what it is, if I'm being honest, is just that I really love the way that we do it. So you might have this conversation with me. We're on polar opposite, but you are so in love with the way that you do it. And so you come off that way. Like, that's all it is, right?
0: Yeah. As long as you love it.
1: please continue. (laughs) If you and your family are in adoration of the way that you do Christmas, that's all we're saying is like, don't don't fall for the trap of a, a way that it, quote unquote, has to be. Uh, or what you think it should be, so much that you overlook what your family actually needs and wants and what you inside yourself are actually desiring. So if it's all in line, hallelujah, praise the Lord, the Lord has come. <laughs> this is great. Like, this is this is all, we, all we're saying. Um, so we know the holidays can be stressful, but I really, really pray that it doesn't have to be and that you can reject that it has to be. And it might be something good and joyful and peaceful and loving for everybody. Um, and it doesn't have to be consumerism culture and it doesn't have to be ex ex exat not exaggerated, exuberant. What's the word? Whatever. Like it's so where it's so much stuff at once. Over the top. (laughs) Over the top, yes. Um, it doesn't have to be any of those things, but it can be. And that's it. That's all. That's all, folks. Yes, that's all, folks.
0: <laughs> that's so funny because yesterday, Abuna was like, Do we even have to put up the tree? And, I, and me and the kids were like, Yes. <laughs> so there is a minimum, guys. It doesn't have to be the tree, but whatever your minimum is.
1: Yes. Do
0: well I want you to know that
1: <laughs> our tree has a total of like 10 ornaments usually every year? We don't put up a bunch of ornaments. That's
0: fantastic. No, we have so many accumulated, and they're all like, Homey, but they're yeah. just like years of crafts.
1: It, of. Yes, exactly. It's just cause we like the light of the Christmas tree. It's not really the
0: Yeah, the but maybe I don't know, whatever. Sparkly lights.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. With that being said, we thank you so much for joining us on Raising Up Cops, and we hope that you feel motivated, inspired to make Christmas and to make the season whatever you want it to be. And um, we pray for a very joyful season for each one of your homes, and we look forward to seeing you next time.
0: Raising Up Cops is a
1: production of Coptic Dad and Mom. This podcast is hosted
0: by Laura Michael and Madonna Lawindi. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Coptic Orthodox Church or its hierarchy. These are our personal opinions, collective experiences, and organic discussions on selected topics. If you'd like to reach out with any questions or comments, you can reach us at raisingupcops at gmail.com.